Uh, hello and welcome to Science Fiction. I am Ninja Turtle, aka Carl Eames. I do have Salim here, but unfortunately his video is not working. There he is. He's popping in uh, right there. What's going on, Salim? Not bad. My uh, thing keeps, I actually keep hitting my uh, wire that plugs uh, uh, my camera. Uh, got it. Your like foot or hand Sorry or something. That, Keep knocking into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things are going well. How are you doing today? Uh, enjoyed a pretty nice day. Honestly, it, I, I can't complain about it. In, in the very least, it's uh, nice weather. Nice and clear. Uh, nice and busy. I'm a rideshare driver, just in case anyone's curious. So I get to around the city of Chicago, and it's just nice uh, to drive. It was an, a nice, productive day, and um, yeah, I'm like quick news. I'm, I may be, hopefully, possibly, most likely buying a car tomorrow or the day after tomorrow, but oh, awesome. trying to do it tomorrow. So getting rid of the old Lancer and hopefully getting something newer that I can afford. But, uh, nice. Hopefully, yeah. uh, hopefully, uh, is, is the buyer's market getting better? Or? Oh no, that's the worst uh, part of it. <laughs> I haven't really looked into it. So no, uh, cars are so expensive uh, right now, and the interest rate is really high. But I right, don't have right. any other I choice. <laughs> I haven't really looked, so like I wasn't sure how that's working. Um, but yeah, uh, nothing really crazy. I have a cold right now. I'm trying to get over. Hopefully, I, I don't cough too much while we're doing the show um nothing else really going on the weather's been decent it's been odd it's been like one day it's like 20 single or 20 degrees and then it's like 50 um so goofy goofy weather but the other goofy stuff that i saw i don't know if you saw this but um apparently uh dc like they had so like the CEO had asked James Gunn six months ago to start writing the Superman script about Superman Legacy, not like 
anything to do with Cavill, just Superman legacy, like a completely different Superman. And, and in the meantime, they still decide to go ahead and introduce Cavill as coming back. Yeah, even though they weird. knew that they're, even though they knew at that time that they were going to reboot this whole thing, hmm. like, why? Why would you greet like that? <laughs> like, there must have been something like behind this, like like backdoor, like between the Rock and and Henry and like somebody, like uh, uh, somebody else that wasn't involved, like with the CEO. There must have been. Because uh, that doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, well, like, why would yeah. you go all the way out your way to bring Henry Cavill back and make it official, and then a month later he's not coming back? <laughs> right. Like, and but the, like, the crazy thing was like people thought, okay, this was decided after, like after they bought him back, then they decided, well, we're going to redo everything. But this was even before, like, <laughs> like months and months before when they already knew. They were gonna do Superman Legacy. Like Superman Legacy isn't brand new. He's been writing the script. Like you said, he's like far along into this script for this new Superman um, that was not Henry uh, Cavill. Cavill. I keep. I don't know if I keep saying his last name wrong because um, I'm definitely pronouncing it different than you. But anyways, yeah, it's just bizarre to think that how awful DC has just handled everything. Like they just completely like bumbling keep on bumbling along the way i i hope they get it right i, I like like you know the stuff we went over last on the last show uh this, this it seems like there's a semblance of uh of like plan good planning going on and i hope that this is the end of it and they just they just are on the same page going forward you know there's not 10 different things going on at least for the dceu obviously you know matt reeves has his own um his own uh, universe and then the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix it's his own universe that's that's fine like you can do they can do whatever but like hopefully this one is just there's no like you know zigs when they should have zagged zagged anymore mm -hmm. uh, so hopefully that happens but yeah we have uh we have a pretty good show today obviously well, I mean I, I say that every week but I, I believe it every week uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna have a crappy show today guys uh we're gonna watch some trailers and uh talk uh, about ant-man no i'm just kidding yeah so we know we have a bunch of fast flicks we're gonna uh just rattle off and then the main uh show is going to be us talking about um ant-man uh because carl and i both watched it just and it came out just a couple of days ago obviously it came out last week thursday um, I think Carl, you saw it Thursday. I saw. I ended up going yesterday uh, in the morning and when I watched it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, and I haven't even asked you about it yet. So I'll be. We'll 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 be we'll giving our each other our thoughts very freshly when we get into it. But yeah, let's let's start off with our first uh, fast flick here. Yeah, so the first fast flick we have is Hellboy, the Crooked Man plot, man, plot and production details revealed by Millennium, a reboot to be a departure and first in new series of new series, which is you know this is kind of surprising to me. So they're rebooting it again after the uh, what's his the David Harbor movie looks like. Yeah, yeah, which I never watched that one, so I don't even know if it's any good or not. 
like it. I definitely very disappointed by. Wait, hold on. You're breaking up. I didn't even know you were talking. Can you say that again? Yeah. I, I hope that he the right. I'm pretty disappointed. No, you're still breaking up there. Um, I'm just gonna uh fill that fill that in for uh what's going on here but yes uh i think you said it was disappointing the david harbour movie um i always liked the ron perlman movie uh the first one at least i i have a hard time remembering the the second one but i do want to check it out um if if it's available like on streaming or something like that um but i do like the ron perlman version of of hellboy um but yeah this was kind of like coming out of nowhere i don't even remember it being announced that they were making another hellboy movie and so like this news popping up a couple days ago is like the first that i've ever heard of it and apparently they're starting production like next month uh and they still don't even have anyone cast yet but yet they're starting production on this new movie and uh like you were saying salim it's a it's a departure it's a complete reboot um so and it's actually going to have which is relatively exciting uh, i would say um mike uh, what's his name i believe the original creator or one of the writers for the storyline that they're adapting uh mike mignola uh the creator is actually going to be like directly involved with this new reboot so it should be different from those previous iterations of hellboy on screen uh as well as being very faithful in the very least if it's not the same as the comics it's still being produced by the creator so if it's different you can blame the person that made the character in the first place so you really shouldn't be mad if it's <laughs> if he wants to make hellboy spit fire or spit lava or spit acid or not do any of those things it's his it's his baby um so he can do all of that if he wants to yeah i was saying i don't know i, I was saying i cut off uh for my my issue that i was having but i did not like the the david harbour version like i hated it and i'm so mad that we never got a trilogy for the uh ron perlman one um like i like the first two like the, the very first two i don't know if you saw those carl but um i i enjoyed those two um and i think a lot like the, the people that were the fans of those two really wanted to see the uh finishes that one after the golden they just i guess and it, the funny like it got good ratings too that movie did but i guess it, the production studio just didn't want to go on with it i, I don't, can't remember how much money it made i don't know if it was a money issue um but there was like a big um big call for like by the fans i don't know maybe if social media was stronger back then like twitter he could have done you know we want the ron perlman cut or something like snyder cut i don't know i'm, just, I'm joking <laughs> obviously but uh yeah it just it never came about they never made came about doing the third one so it'll be interesting to see where they go with this one who they cast like it's crazy that you're saying it's a month from now that they're doing production and they haven't, or maybe they've secretly hired someone and don't know it, uh, and it's going to be a big surprise. Um, but we'll find out. We'll find out what to do. Hopefully, hopefully they can at least get it on track at least, uh, off of compared to what the last one was. Like, I get like David Harbor is not a bad choice. I get I just the the writing and the and and the 
and the feel of the movie just was not good. I just didn't care for that. But yeah, we'll see. Um, Alrighty. Any thoughts on that? That's it. No. All right. So the Marvel, uh, the next, the next fast flick we have is the Marvels, which is shifting to November tenth. Uh, that poster was also released. That's all, this poster was released not too long ago, right? Um, it was when they announced this uh, shift in date. Oh, did they? Okay, yeah. So uh, I didn't really get to dig into why they were shifting this. Carl, do you know what the reason was? Were they just reshooting some scenes or they just shifting some stuff around? Uh, well, I mean, I can only, I mean, we're going to talk about it shortly, but um, I, what was it? The original date? It was. What July? It was sometime in the summer, like June or July. I can I can only imagine that they're doing this because that Flash trailer looked pretty dang good, and they probably want to get out right. the way of that. That's, that's my that only. Make sense. Um, yeah, that's my only train of thought with it. I mean, that's it. Like I, I don't know. Like I said, I never looked into it if there was any production issues or scheduling or. What have you? I would imagine the movie's already done shooting. So, like I said, if there's reshoots, then that makes sense. But um, I think it's just they want to move out of the way of the Flash because it actually looks like it's good. Right, right. That that's a good point. I didn't even I totally didn't even think of that. But yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But there's been a lot of release on this. You know, be interesting when when they drop the first trailer. Uh, I, I'm guessing maybe in the summer they'll drop it. I'd imagine uh, when they when they release something, you know. I think what, what's the next movie that's supposed to come out? In? It's Guardians. Guardians. When Guardians. Guardians yeah, that comes in May. Around that, right? Because uh, yeah, um, it's, it's also really close. Like normally, they don't have movies released that close together uh, the, in the MCU. If it was May and then this would have came out in July, that's still kind of like other than Spider Man. Like Spider Man comes out in July sometimes, but that's technically sony so it's mcu but right. it's still sony they can release it relatively whenever they want but um other than that they don't typically have movies released that closely so maybe that's another reason why to space it out a little bit more because uh what let's see 2023 was it also it wasn't blade supposed to come out this November originally, yeah, but then they got pushed back a year, right? So yeah, so, so I think, like I said, just to space it out more, since Blade's not coming out this year, um, <coughs> that makes more sense too. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point as well. Um, but yeah, uh, let's move on to the next uh, fast link. It's about the Joker uh, movie. It's so it's it's what's it called? Fo- can you say that title? Folly, I do. Well, I do. Okay. Uh, that's the, it's going to be like the musical of uh, Joker. So that's obviously Lady Gaga and Joaquin Phoenix are starring in it. That is coming out October 9, 2024. Um, this as well, like obviously, uh, there's still, um, this is in post production now, right? I don't know. I know that, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what part of production they're in. I just know, uh, one, this was shared by Lady Gaga on her social media, so Instagram and Twitter and stuff. 
Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, she shared it on Valentine's Day. Um, so a, a lot of people, because I don't think they fully stated that she's going to be playing Harley Quinn. But again, it being on Valentine's Day that she shared it and it's you know the Joker. So um, I think it's heavily hinted or suggested that she is playing a version of Harley Quinn. Um, so, yeah, I'm very interested still and i think you know just cinematically you know i mean it's lady gaga who doesn't love her but um i'm very interested in uh seeing what this is going to be like and um how much of a musical is it because i can't imagine they're going to sing the entire movie but um so, i was saying it supposedly it's very much inspired by eliza, eliza minnelli musicals so okay uh it might be heavily uh, heavily musical, uh, heavily, heavily musical based. <laughs> it just might be. Um, yeah, it might be. Like, yeah, I expect it to be a lot. I don't think it's just gonna be like a couple of songs. I think it's gonna be very, very musical. But I don't expect it to be one hundred percent every single character singing every single line the whole movie. I think it'll just be a lot of songs and like a lot of just just a lot of the moments will be mostly sung, but yeah, I, I, cause it would be completely different than the first movie, like one, you know, thousand percent different. And I can't imagine it'd be that much different. A musical sure, but still, uh, there should be some scenes where they're not singing. Uh, cause again, it, unless it was just those two, you'd have to have everyone singing every line. Right. Uh, well, I, yeah. well, I think all music was like that. They're, they're not, People don't sing 100% of the time. People talk, but then, like, I think it's going to be a standard musical. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and and it's actually in production. Uh, so it's it's not post-production. So they're still shooting it. Um, yeah, they got a year and a half before the release. So I'd imagine it's still got some, right, some right. time. Um, but, yeah, so that's the uh, quick, fast flick on that. The next one we have... Uh, the Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, another new trailer. Now, I haven't watched this yet, so uh, I don't think you said you wanted to go over it. Uh, we'll go ahead and go and play the trailer really quick uh, before we give our thoughts on it. So this trailer, by the way, uh, this, which I don't, just quick sidetrack. Uh, this was the big game trailer, uh, which they didn't actually play during the Super Bowl. Which I don't know why they call it the big game. It's so weird, but that's another thing. Um, the they play like a short 30 second version of this during the Super Bowl and they tell you to go to YouTube to watch the full thing. So this is the full trailer uh, that they were referencing during the Super Bowl. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm Star-Lord. I formed the Guardians. Met a girl, fell in love. That girl died, but then she came back. <laughs> came back a total dick. Oh, please. You left out some important information, but that is the gist of it. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. He didn't want to make things perfect. He just hated things the way they are. It's a big 
want you all to know that I am grateful to fight beside my friends. Incinerate them. searching for a family until we found each other are you ready for one last ride we'll all fly away together into the forever and beautiful sky Whoever it was that you were in love with, it sounds more like her. Her? Do not bring me into this. <gasps> Knock it off! What? Just never noticed how black your eyes were. They were replaced by my father as a method of torture. He he picked a pretty set. Carl, I lied. I did see this. I forgot I watched it at uh, for Ant Man when I went to watch it. Yeah, I was about to say like they also played this at the the Ant Man. I was wondering if you, maybe they skipped it for you, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Uh, what do you think of the trailer yet. then? Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, we see a little more of the high evolutionary, um, a little bit more of him. Uh, we see uh, more and more. It seems like this is a Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Based movie, and I, you know, it's interesting to think about. Even the second one was a lot about him as well. Um, obviously, Peter, or it was about Peter in, in general because of this, him, him, and and, and, and ego. Uh, but it's interesting and slowly how each one has been where where it's becoming more and more about Rocky, and this one seems to be a lot about him overall like surrounding him what what he is and how he came to be and obviously you were going to find out that uh essentially the high evolutionary created him um and that planet that they go to more than likely it's going to be that's where what planet rockets from um so that yeah that'll be interesting and then obviously i think is this the first time we've seen gamora in any of these trailers i can't remember i don't think so. I think she might have been briefly in the previous one. It's just like she wasn't in like any of the team shots. Like when they had the entire team, she wasn't in any of those shots, but she was in the trailer just like briefly. Yeah. So it will be interesting. I'm guessing, I'm wondering if this is her coming back from the past or are they going to show her coming back somehow like the, the actual Gamora, but with her memories gone? Like remember, because obviously in the in Endgame, she was there, but it was the past Gamora. Right, that's the same her. one. So yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Well, well, the reason I'm asking is because she's not there at the ho the holiday special. So right, like, yeah, she's not on the team because she's she's out. Like the the I believe the setup is that uh, since Endgame, Gamora left, and she uh, is now head of the Ravengers. It's like she she like she okay. basically started her own gang and did her own thing away from Quill and everyone else and and the Guardians and that um, again this is still the same Gamora that because again our our loving Gamora that we've known is dead she died in Infinity War 
and then the past Gamora from like the alternate universe is this Gamora that uh, is not in a relationship with Quill, not a member of the Guardians, and is going off and doing her own thing. So they're trying to find her so they so they can tell her, you know, uh, like, hey, you're actually a good person. You, you know, you overthrew your father. Um, Nebula is is also good, and you know, just trying to convince her that you're you're supposed to be in love with this guy and obviously she doesn't understand is not having that so we kind of got to go through that and hold uh the paces of that uh relationship again if at all but um i i like this trailer that in general just it's just a nice trailer um like some of the jokes in there and i like sp- particularly that it doesn't give away too much like it's a it's good and informative but like a lot of not just marvel but just lots of trailers lately have been just spoiling the hell out of the movie to where you barely even need to watch the actual movie and i think this still leaves a lot because even um adam warlock who was in the trailer in the last trailers we still kind of don't know what he's gonna do uh at all based off of these trailers you just know he's there and based off the previous movies we know he's gonna fight the guardians but we don't know is he gonna kill any of them is he like truly gonna join them is he uh gonna stay off the team or how how or how he's how he's going to be implemented and used in this movie, we still kind of just don't know. We just know that they're going to so, fight. Yeah, so I was saying, say, like, so I was reading something, uh, and James Gunn was talking about uh, Adam Warlock, and he was saying that he's going to be essentially like in, in his baby phase, like not probably not literal baby, but like kind of new to the. Like the universe is very new to him. He's still learning everything. So he's like, things might be very confusing for him in the beginning. Um, I hope they don't like get too comedic with it um, because I think that could ruin the character. But that's essentially what it's supposed to be. Like, he's supposed to be very like confused when he's, when he is gets done made and he's trying to learn and then. Maybe eventually he'll figure out, oh, okay, this is why I'm here. I need to hate these people and maybe go after them. And then who knows as the movie goes on as um, and maybe something happens where he eventually joins the Guardians somehow. Because, I mean, in the comics, he is part of the Guardians team. So um, that's something that we'll have to see how that works out. And we'll have to see if which characters, if, you know, are written off. I mean, we know Drax is not going to be back. Are uh, they going to kill Drax? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, there's no. There's not like again. You know, we've talked about this in the past, but there's not been a lot of conversation on any of these uh, actors like extending with MCU. You know, beyond this movie, like no outside of outside of Batista, who's been firm and obviously James Gunn. Who are like okay we're not going to be back anymore um at least in the present time. well dave batista for sure maybe james gunn comes back way in the future who knows right um right. but the other actors haven't really co- committed one or another they never said okay we're done uh, but they haven't also said anything as far as they've kind of left it open right You're like oh yeah we would be open like, like chris pratt hasn't shut the door on on being with mcu and to my knowledge either have uh, any of the other actors like Bradley Cooper, um, so Zoe Saldana, uh, and then um, uh, Karen uh, Gillian, uh, Jillian, 
none of them have shut the door on on being with the MCU still. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with with them as well. And here's still it'll be really interesting because um, we do have those rumors of that Nova. I think it was a series, or I can't remember if it was series or movie, but something that they're doing with Nova uh, in the relatively near future, probably like in the next so maybe like two a, or years or so. Post credit um, teaser or something. Yeah, that. But it's more of like okay, if they're gonna have Adam Warlock on this team, and possibly nova like is is nova gonna join too is he gonna be like this team would be ridiculously overpowered if they had warlock and nova on the team just those two alone could like you know smash the avengers and you know do some damage like just those two alone i'm sure like star lord is not like gonna hurt the hulk at all but in the very least he's a good leader and uh you know gamora and, and groot and, and rocket can hold their own but still like warlock and nova on the same team is kind of kind of a lot but it still would be interesting to see uh what direction they go yeah for sure it would it will be interesting uh to find out uh what ends up happening um and our finer final fast flake if you will uh we are like we talked briefly about the flash uh, earlier uh, but we're going to go ahead and play the trailer. This was played during the Super Bowl. So we're going to play that and then, then give our quick thoughts on that before we move on to our final uh, main topic. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? This is the world where my mom lives. I'm not gonna lose her again. Time has a pattern that it can't help reliving. Different people, different worlds, drawn to each other like magnets. My face. So my face. If you were to go into the past, you have no idea what the consequences can be. Bruce, I could fix things. You could also destroy everything. This can't be happening. I completely broke the universe. Sod, we've been waiting for you. I created a world with no metahumans. And now there's no one to defend us. Want some help? Oh. You're... You are... Yeah. I'm Batman. I can't undo what I did. If I can't get back, there might not be a future.
What's the play? Batman, what do we do? We try not to die. It's not Clark. My name is Kara. I, I'm well, Barry. Barry. Barry, what are you doing? Our kids are gonna wanna see this. All right, so that's the trailer. Um, yeah, this is like so. Like when I when when I saw this trailer, I was like, you know, this is, is pretty much the Flashpoint paradox. Um, obviously, they're changing things as far as characters, and um, I'm th I'm guessing that Michael Keaton might be Thomas Wayne. Um, He's Bruce. Is he Bruce? Okay. Well, uh, the reason I was guessing that is because obviously when in, in, the, in Flashpoint, um, I didn't I didn't look deep. I don't know if they were just saying he's Bruce, but maybe when we find out, he'll be actually Thomas Wayne. Because obviously in the Flashpoint, when Flash goes back, it's actually Thomas Wayne when he go when he when he changes everything and Bruce is dead. Um, like in 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 that universe, it's it's Bruce who dies and. Thomas Wayne becomes Batman and his mom becomes a Joker because of watching Tom uh, Bruce die in her arms um, as a kid she makes her go crazy. But so that is interesting there. And then the Zod part makes a little bit more sense because remember we were like, what the hell? Why is Zod in this? Kind of makes sense because in this alternate reality that he probably creates, uh, it doesn't like Superman doesn't come down as Kara, but Kara probably gets caught by the government or something, and she's trapped. And she, there's no, there's no like uh, essentially Kryptonian person that's the savior of Earth, and Zod is able to come down and essentially take over uh, Earth the way he wants to or whatever have you. Maybe that's my guess. Um, but yeah, it's you know the. They had also that r weird rumor that Christian Bale was somehow going to be in this, and that, I've heard of that too. Yeah, but who knows if that's going to happen? I, I would imagine if he was, we would. Unless they're unless they're just better at hiding it than MCU is. Obviously, that rumor leaked, but um, who knows? Um, I, obviously, the biggest the biggest reason that people thought that was it is that motorcycle scene, but that is bruise but i mean again it could just be a trailer you know manipulation where they make it look like that i mean not bruce sorry ben affleck but in in the actual movie it'll be christian bale who knows because the the what he's writing in in that movie is very similar to the uh to the chris christopher nolan uh, trilogies when he's when he has that bike mm -hmm. uh, that he rides that's very similar looking so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll find out like as far as exactly what they do. But those are some of my original uh, my thoughts right off the bat when I was watching this trailer. What what did you think of it, Carl? Uh, one like, yay! Finally, the Flash trailer. Uh, <laughs> after we've been waiting so long for it to, to to drop and figure out whether or not it's even worth our time, um, and whether or not uh, if the movie is even going to go forward. But yeah. Uh, it's still very curious of what they're going to do with Ezra Miller um, at all uh, after, because again, this is like the resetting of 
DC, this is going to cause uh, everything to reset. But uh, just focusing on this trailer and this movie, um, it looks really exciting and uh, looks really good. I, I really enjoyed uh, because, you know, just to go back on what you're talking about. So the, the Michael Keaton is supposed to be playing 89 Batman, it's supposed to be playing the exact same Batman that he was. Uh, that being said, uh, it, sh it should be in that universe, that, that exact same universe that he came from, uh, the actual 89 Batman and the Batman Returns with, you know, uh, Catwoman, Penguin, and so on. It's supposed to be. I mean, if it changes, because like what you said, because I never even thought about Thomas Wayne whatsoever. Like, it's, as far as I know, he's supposed to be Bruce. It would be interesting if it actually is another universe and it is Thomas. Um, and he's playing, uh, like pretending to be Bruce or something like that. That would be really, really interesting. Um, but as far as I know, he's supposed to be Bruce and like everything from the 89 Batman is this universe that said, I find it really interesting also, um, because one of the things that people were wondering and even myself, uh, even criticizing, not me criticizing, but others, but. Uh, with Supergirl, why is she in this movie, and why is she not blonde? Why is she not like you know, uh, you know, you know, Supergirl? As anyone would wonder, and again, why why her and anyone else? Um, but as Barry was alluding to, he said, uh, "I created a world without metahumans," and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Although he says that directly, but I think it's more of this is the 89 Batman. There were, there were no metahumans at that time. But also keep in mind that the Man of Steel movie was the jump-off point for the Zack Snyder uh, DCEU. And there were technically Wonder Woman existed, but she was like hiding. So there was no, you know, she, you know, she wasn't really around. It was Superman that started everything. And then the boom of metahumans happened after that with Flash, Aquaman, and stuff like that. Because then they were there, there, but they weren't involved in anything. Um, so I think this is supposed to mirror the Snyderverse, and that Kara, played by Sasha Cali, right, with her mm -hmm. short black hair. I think she's supposed to be looking like Henry Cavill. I think that's what the uh, the whole point is right. that she is. Because this is again mirroring the Man of Steel movie with Zod showing up, but. Superman's not there, and Kara's, you know, like you said, is captured and something like that. So basically, the Man of Steel movie happens, but with no no one there to stop him because Kara has been captured. But again, Kara being short, right. black hair is just supposed to be uh, Henry Cavill, Superman like, and and supposed to have that kind of imagery right. and stuff like that. And I think that's why they went with her specifically, uh, as opposed to having some blonde hair, blue eyed. Um, person playing Kara. At least that's how I see it. Not to say that anyone has, has said that before or I've heard it from somewhere, but that's just kind of how um, I uh, understand. But yeah, like I think it's cool. I think she looks. I think she looks good, Supergirl. Um, I I like in general. Um, again, although the enhanced Batman stuff, like I don't know how much of Michael Keaton is actually doing those stunts. Probably none. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, it. <laughs> he's moving around very much like uh, Ben Affleck's Batman and very much like Christian Bale's Batman. Um, so they're updating um, his his tech and his fighting ability and stuff like that. But yeah, like I said, I think he's going to be because remember in, in 89 Batman, he's still relatively young 
and right. all of his time has passed and he's going to be about the same age as the Ben Affleck Batman at the same time that the Flash comes around and gets his powers and joins the Justice League. So I think it's just all just kind of mirroring um, the Snyderverse. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, it's, it's it looked like, like to your point, like it looks really good. Um, and obviously when we had talked about this a while ago, but the test screenings when they did them, um, uh, for this movie, they were really well received. So, yeah, I think this one this one has the potential to really. It'll be interesting, like I said. It'll be interesting. Maybe it'll be this. Uh, it'll do good enough where they want to end up keeping Ezra Miller out, or that was still up on the table, on the table of them potentially wanting to move forward with him. We'll see. Um, I, I have you have you seen those funny memes like? The post credit for Flash will be Ezra Miller being arrested. <laughs> uh, uh, it was, it was kind of a funny thing uh, that I saw there. But yeah, um, we'll see what happens. I don't have any other thoughts on that. Did you have any thoughts? No, that about sums it up, I guess. All right, let's get into our main course here. Uh, we are going to again be reviewing Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Uh, we're not going to play a trailer because, I mean, we played enough trailers, I think, um, and I feel like uh, people uh, don't need to see a trailer anyways again for this. Uh, we've played a trailer before, so uh, we'll just get into talking about our thoughts on the movie. Uh, Carl, I'll let you go first as far as your thoughts on the movie, uh, what you thought about it, um, and all the acting characters and Blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I mean, and the Wasp Quantum Mania. I love Jonathan Majors in this movie um, a ton. And definitely, I mean, I would say most people would agree that he's the best part of the movie overall. Um, like, just everything that he was and everything he did. Um, I, I think this might be the first movie I've seen him in, but I've seen his name so much over the last couple of years. And I know he's going to be in Creed three uh, coming out next month, which I've never seen any of the Creed or even Rocky movies. Um, but in the very least, I'm, I'm more invested or more interested in watching the Creed movies just so I can get to his movie with, with Jonathan majors just because Jonathan majors in it. And uh, I, I've been enjoying him. Oh yeah. I've watched Loki of course. Yeah. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, obviously. But that's not a movie. It's a TV, TV series. Well, I haven't seen him in, in anything before. Oh, I thought you remember that. Okay. Yeah, just in, in general. But um, still, like even then, when I was watching, you know, him as um, he who remains, he or uh, right, uh, that character when he was acting, and I'm like, he's got a really interesting acting style. Like you can, you can see that he's very much a, a character actor. Like he really gets into uh, the characters that he's playing and, and he does it in like a lot of times when people are acting, like you can say the great acting, sometimes they're just like being themselves and they're just reading lines or whatever. And they're not necessarily being the character because they might be typecast sort of thing. Mm -hmm. They always play the same type of character. I can tell that Jonathan Majors is not that type of person. I can tell from his acting style, uh, which we'll get into even some of the other things later that he does, but I can just tell from the way he acts that he's definitely someone that is 
exaggerating certainly but at the same time putting a lot into each role that he's doing so that you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of performance out of him um now i'm starting with talking about him and he's not the main actor of this movie obviously it's paul rudd and um um why can't i think of her name Oh, <laughs> uh, the was uh, uh angelina lily yeah evangeline lily excuse evangeline. me pardon me yeah um, so obviously I'm talking about Jonathan Majors because he is the best part of this movie. Um, the rest of the movie. So I, like uh, you said, we haven't really talked about it at all. Um, but I think we've, we've been down this road before Salim that, uh, usually you're the good cop and I'm the bad cop. So, um, I thought the first half of this movie was incredibly boring. Um, there's nothing like, <laughs> sure it's set up it, it i mean they spend like maybe what 10 minutes on earth and then they are in in the uh quantum realm for the most part for the whole rest of the movie nothing wrong with that um in general so supporting characters like all of them the previous movies not at all in this one nothing wrong with that it's all good but all of the setup to get to where we do finally get to see kang and we do um, get him involved in the story and stuff like that and learning a little bit about him. Uh, everything for the first half of the movie was pretty dang boring. Um, there was too many scenes where they were just sitting there talking um, and it wasn't about anything terribly interesting. Um, sure, it is still important things to be said, like Janet not wanting to talk about what's going on in the quantum realm and her relationships with you know, with uh, uh, Hank and with Hope and 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 so on, Cassie. Um, but it's just it just felt like okay. Um, can we get to something that's interesting? Something that's cool. There's still cool things in there, and there's a lot of visual things. And uh, one thing, like I know Aldo usually would ask um, uh, when we're like about to do a show or something like that. What is this movie worth watching in the theaters? Like, is it worth being on a big screen and, and all of the stuff. And even though I just said that the movie's kind of boring for the first half, it's actually visually very pretty and interesting. Um, when you're in the quantum realm, it's not as like trippy, like during those scenes of uh, Dr. Strange or stuff like that, when he goes there, but in the very least you have like those buildings that are alive, they're shooting and flying all over the place. You have all these different creatures, uh, so on. And then the, all the different fauna when they were going through the little forest area and stuff like that. So there's a lot of visual things that are really, uh, nice looking that I think is worth seeing on the big screen. And then getting to the Jonathan majors part, him carrying the latter half of the movie. Um, but other than the visual side of it, I didn't really care for the movie um, you know, other than the visuals and the Jonathan major side. I didn't really care for this movie. It's not bad, but um, I didn't fall in love with this movie. And it's very, um, it's very uh, interesting how much different it is from the first two Ant-Man movies, especially because uh, I, I don't know about you or anyone in your theater. And the one thing that I noticed that, um, during those jokes, any jokes throughout the entire movie, not myself or anyone else in the theater laughed at all. Like there was there was no laughter whatsoever in the theater for any joke throughout the whole movie. Uh, the only part that even had any kind of audible reaction from the theater 
was when uh, with Modoc when he revealed his face, uh, which we'll talk about probably a little bit later. But that's it. That that was that was the only thing that anyone even like reacted to while watching the movie. Now that being said, like I said, Jonathan Majors amazing, loved King. Uh, you know, we got some backstory on him, but we didn't get the entire picture, and uh, and we're going to definitely get more of that in the future. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. But overall, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just there for King. That's all I want. Uh, yeah, you know, you funny to say good cop, bad cop. Um, I, I'm actually agree with you. I okay. I was I so yeah, Jonathan Majors, fantastic. The way he delivered his lines, smooth. Uh, King the Conqueror, fucking awesome. I loved it. I loved him as King the Conqueror. Um, the movie itself, like like the way you said, started off slow. Um, Cassie, the her character, forgettable. Her acting, the like Olivia, Olivia. Um, what's her, her full name? She's a really good actress. She is. Other stuff she's been in, she's nailed it. Catherine Newton. Yeah, Catherine. Catherine Newton. Um, but they, she didn't really get to put her acting chops in this movie. It was just a very. Her her role was very bland in here. Her most of the movie, it's her just screaming "Daddy, Daddy," and like, like they didn't do her justice for her for her as an actor. Actor, um, the like the whole like Bill Murray. Like, why the hell was Bill Murray in this? That's what I was gonna. Ask. I wanted to talk about. I was like, they completely what, wasted the, Bill Murray. What's yeah, the point? What was the point of him? It could, they could have taken any random person to be that character. Why Bill yeah. Murray? I could have done um, it for for fifty yeah. bucks. I would get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, like, I thought like this. Like, like I said, you know, the visuals are great. I love you know the, the entire cities that they made. Um, I dislike that. Like what? Like the the comedy and like the the supporting cast in the first two movie. I dislike that those guys are not in this. Like I mm-hmm. I missed I missed the, those characters like I, yeah I do too I was like man there's no Ti there's no Michael yeah. Pena man yeah <laughs> I missed those characters like that's what made Ant Man so fun too because of those side characters, um, and then the ending to me was also underwhelming. It's like I was expecting for there to be a little bit more consequence for Ant Man. Like I thought like okay when you know when he says that line. I don't have to beat you. I just we just have to make sure. I just have to make sure we both lose. So I thought he was going to take a loss somehow, right? Yeah. Like either him going into that one thing with him, or getting stuck in that uh, in the quantum realm. Right, then, right. Especially you know, when um, like when hope comes back, I was like, oh, they're both going to get stuck. Is what yeah. I was thinking. Is like, man, yeah. holy cow! That would have been that would have been a good ending, I think. Right, because uh, it has to be, you know. But obviously, that they show something later where it's like, oh wait, he said this, so it's bad. And the other thing I didn't like is he should like King the King the Conqueror needs has beaten the entire team of Avengers by himself. Like he was defeated too easily. I feel like, and I don't know if they're hinting at this is not the final King. Maybe that's what they mean. I don't I know. Think it he seems is. like he is. Yeah. So yeah. to me, he should not have been de- defeated so easily. 
Like, I don't know. It just seemed like, it just seemed they, they sell, they sold that end. They sold King. Like, they ripped him off a little bit in that end. But, like, yeah, I just, like I said, you know, the it was an okay film. It's, it's not a bad movie. Um, I would probably go to the theater to watch it because of Jonathan Major's performance and because of the visuals. But, yeah, outside of that, it's not like, you know, it's, especially how hyped up it was, right? And how much it was built up, like, oh, King, the Conqueror's in this. This is going to kick us off into phase five. Uh, we're going to be really, you know, it was like, uh, okay. It's not something that I, I really, you know, um, I really, you know, fell over and like, man, this is such a fun movie. I, I, I'm like, like, I know, like, for example, Multiverse of Madness got a lot of hate. And I thought, like, coming out of that movie, I was like, oh, this was really fun. This was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, it's not bad. You know, like I said, had his good parts. Obviously, uh, we both United Jonathan Majors carries this movie. He, Nails King the Conqueror as far as everything involved, but yeah, outside of that, it was just kind of whatever to me. Oh, and you, you know what? There's a part that's not supposed to be funny that made me kind of laugh. Um, it kind of made me think. So you know when he's when he's big and he's like, "We had a deal," and he's just like yeah. knocking mm-hmm. everything down. It made me think. Have you ever seen that Simpsons episode? Uh, the Stampy one. Where when Bart gets an elephant, I, I'm sure I have, but it's okay. But but there's a there's a funny there's a thing in there. Homer is like Homer, uh, Homer says something similar. Like he's like, "We had a deal, Blackheart. We had a deal." It just made me think of that for some reason. I started laughing. Like it was just like goofy. I don't know. That was just a dumb scene. Like him just kind of like, "We had a deal." Like. Uh, okay, dude. <laughs> um, it's like, say, looks like he's throwing like a tantrum, like a, as a large ad man. Uh, but yeah, like I said, kind of disappointed. It's like, especially, and I don't know if maybe we're feeling that way because it was so hyped up to, like our expectations maybe were so much higher because of what they were doing, like what they were trying to set up, especially going into uh, King Dynasty. Like, because this is supposed to be built up towards King Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of disappointing in that sense, too. Well, don't get me wrong. Like, I, like for me, I think the whole movie, I mean, even like in retrospect, the whole movie is really uh, just a like a pregame uh, yeah. to, to King Dynasty. Uh, just to solidify some things like with the Loki series and you know the, the he who shall who he who remains character to kind of um, continue that, but in like a, a movie, like what happened in in that. We'll we'll talk about him a little bit later, I'm sure. But um, I, I think the whole movie is just kind of a, a, a setup for the King Dynasty setup for King. Is it's not like it was a it wasn't a great Ant Man movie, but I mean yeah. obviously there were ants and he had to involve that somehow. So that's where you get that that ending where. These one thousand year old ants are yeah, hyper intelligent and come in and uh, Deus Ex Machina the whole thing. But um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed like that part of it, and and it's fine. Uh, very comic booky type of end. Very like if we had to put anything on it. But um, 
even in the trailers, which they, which is very clearly in the movie, Kang said, "You're outclassed, Snap Man. Like you're you're out of your league," is what he says. Yeah, like yeah. clearly, he, he can't fight Kang. Like there's no, and he did. Like he was a super. He went Giant Man, and he punching Kang against the wall and stuff like that. At the end of the day, that really didn't do anything, and he just got overwhelmed by like. Again, like if if it wasn't for the super technologically highly advanced and intelligent ants with all of their stuff that they had, obviously King would That's not fair. have you know King That's would fair. not have uh, lost that fight. Um, By the way, so, I do love that line. You're out of your league, Ant Man. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love, In the, the way he delivers it. Like, yeah. Exactly. Like me saying it doesn't do it justice. The way mm-hmm. he delivers it, it just his facial expressions, everything. Fucking nails it. Right. It's like, were, were you the <laughs> one? Like, have have I killed you before? Were you the one with the hammer? Like, yeah, what? I've, like, I've killed all so many Avengers. Like, he's killed so many Avengers. He doesn't like number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I, I don't, you know, I'm glad that like there was so many scenes where he's just like flicking them away and just whatever. It's like, like clearly he can't. They can't fight him. Like, there's just no way. So, obviously, but I did enjoy, like, the actual end fight, the actual fight where it was just him. Uh, they were fighting over the portal before they, yeah. you know, before closing. They basically, no powers, no no suit or anything like that. It was just two men fighting. And, like, I was like, dude, uh, are you seriously, like, Scott Lang, do you not realize that Jonathan Majors is going to be fighting Creed next month? He's been lifting yeah. for like so long. <laughs> Do you not see how ripped he is, bro? Like you're going to throw hands with Creed uh, or with uh, with Jonathan Majors right now? Like you're definitely losing this fist fight. And uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that part of it in the very least, just to see those two stripped away from their technology and they're just fighting for the opportunity to to get out of the quantum realm. Um, so that would probably be like the more entertaining part of the most entertaining part of the movie for me um actually like i I don't necessarily disagree with you on on catherine newton's performance like i just didn't mind it like i don't uh, i'm not saying that she did a great job or a a poor job it's just i'm mad at it i just feel like it's forgettable and like like she's like a big she's supposed to be a big part of it but it's forgettable yeah that's what i'm saying i i don't I don't agree with that part of it, but again, I'm not also saying that she was so amazing either. I, I just thought she did a fine job. Like, but um, maybe maybe you had higher expectations and you thought she like it was going to be like a super important part of the movie, which she was just kind of there. I feel um, like she's supposed to be. Yeah, like for me, she was. I don't know. Maybe again, my my expectations were lower than yours on on what she was going to do in the movie. I, I didn't have any going in. It's just because she's the reason yeah. they're there. Yeah, yes, it's her fault for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I just I I expected more from that character. I guess they, I, I don't know. I feel like that is, it's, I don't. And it might not be her fault. Like I said, it could just be like the the way they had her character really. Like it's just unfortunate that they didn't do more with it. Um, but that's just my take on it, obviously. Uh, and everyone obviously can have a different take. No, no worries on that. Um, but yeah, th- that's so. That's our thoughts on the movies. I, I know you have a bunch. Just still here, you wanna? wanna yeah, go off. Talk um, about them. Tell tell me how you uh, feel. Oh, I've never seen. Mo- Modoc. Um, that was surprising to me, just because. 
uh, it was like random. Like not something I expected. Uh, like because Modok, from what I remember, he's part of like AIM in the Mar in the comics, um, and like like he's not he's not from the future, um, and obviously like. I don't know. It was just really random to see like that them bring back that Darren character. Uh, they they tried to make like I'm wondering like you know like the show like the the Modoc show they did, um, mm -hmm. and they they made that a comedy or like a like a com like a comedic role in that cartoon. Yeah. It was a cartoon, but it was a comedy. I wonder if yeah. that's what they were still trying to do with the character to kind of make him goofy funny. Were you expecting him to be serious? A little bit more than what he was. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Modoc is a giant head with very tiny arms and, and legs. I don't yeah, know I, why you thought he was going to be know. serious. I, I don't know. I, I have never seen, like, I've never, really, like, but he's, I don't know. I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, I just, I thought it was, it was completely left field for sure. I didn't, I did not expect that. Because uh, I, I knew he was in this, but I did not expect it to be Darren from the first uh, movie. Yeah, I wish it wasn't him, just because, uh, like this Modok here, where it, he looks mechanical, like a hundred percent mechanical. Um, I prefer that, like, because then he could be serious, like, and he's just a killing machine, and like. You wouldn't even have to explain it, but I think that's where it, it loses because well, that's what I meant. That's yeah, what I like meant uh, it would have been cool if if, it, if he was just this, but when he removes his face shield and you see the Darren face, like that's where it gets it. I think they they lost um, opportunities to make more fun of him because they didn't really do anything other than what happened to you. Like other than that, they really didn't like, and everyone was saying that to him, like Hope and and Scott and and Hank and stuff like that. But like, I think when they were in jail, uh, Scott was like talking a little bit about his arms and legs. But like, if they had like a whole like sixty seconds where they just like have Scott just tell jokes constantly and just like make fun of him, I think that would have worked a lot um, and and been better. But the way they made his face look, it was just, it just didn't work. Like, Modox has a really ugly, nasty face in general in the comics, and he's lots of folds and wrinkles, and he has hair, uh, which looks super weird because he didn't have any hair in, in, uh, cause of, you know, Darren Cross is bald. So they right. didn't give him hair. So he looks weird without the hair. He looks, he's got the same face, but it's just stretched out. So it doesn't look grotesque. Or comedic, it just or it just looks weird, and then they didn't really try to make fun of him um, for very much. They just had the same old joke. So, like I said, no one was really laughing during any of the jokes in my theater. And it's just when his face was revealed, it was everyone was like, "Ugh!" And like they didn't, they had that that moment where they could capture or they captured everyone's attention when that face was revealed, but they did nothing with it. I should say, or they dropped the ball um, and, and trying to make that moment funny or it was just more awkward than it was funny. Um, but if they kept them just looking like the more metal version and just have them as a robot, 
and he could just be a killing machine for Kang. I would have been fine with with just that. And then be like, yeah, go send get my my remote control killer machine that is unstoppable and made of adamantium or vibranium or whatever. And you can't just that would have been fine for me. And uh, it didn't necessarily need to be comedic, but yeah, I think they just dropped the ball on any type of uh, comedic part with that character. Yeah, well, that's what I meant when when them doing the comedic. Like I was wondering if they wanted to continue doing it comedic because that cartoon was comedic mm-hmm. so they wanted to continue making a, a comedic role and maybe they also wanted to do like okay well since we're not gonna have uh the ti uh and all those other characters who are kind of comedic you know uh roles let's make him the comedic role in a sense um so maybe that's what their thought process was as well but yeah, yeah I mean, I, this was like his ending when he sacrificed himself. They were trying to make even that was supposed to be comedic. It just didn't land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, it was just awkward. Um, but yeah, that was that was that. Um, I have another still scene um, of all the different. Uh, are we done talking uh, about the main movies? Are we done oh, talking about the, main movie? about the main movie? I don't. Sorry, I am. I don't have any other thoughts about the main movie. Did you? Um. Let's see. Um. Shout out to Jimmy Woo showing up for one scene where they were sitting at. Uh, oh yeah, with the card scene. Yeah, with the card scene. Um. Yeah. So yeah. Th- thank thank you, Randall Park, for getting paid for, for nothing. Um, <laughs> And um, yeah, um, what else was there? He was as useful. He was as useful as Bill Murray. <laughs> Basically, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> I got the same. But yeah, but like really, like Bill Murray was. It was such a, such a weird thing. Like, I know a lot of people had like these expectations of like, oh, what character he's going to be? This character, and he's clearly he's going to be that. And I'm, and I'm like, yo, it's. Bill Murray, there's no way he's gonna be it's a, anything it's significant. One scene, you know, like one scene he's in, and like it was a sense like they could have taken anyone. There was no there was no reason to have Bill Murray play that character. It was so dumb. Mm-hmm. Like it just it made no sense to have like at all. It's like he doesn't come back, there's no oh, and then they have the 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 talk where they're talking about like how they had to like had needs. <laughs> so they yeah. all had to, both had to hook up with somebody because we're away from each other for 30 years is like okay <laughs> that's <laughs> that was a necessary uh, conversation to be had i guess <laughs> yeah i guess so uh but uh yeah other than that i mean there wasn't anything else uh like did they did they set up anything else during the movie that was not king related do you, do you remember uh i'm pretty sure it was all basically um, king and, and then you know the last part yeah, because even that last part when he's walking in the street is King related too, right? Uh, like right before the credits end, like when 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 uh, when uh, Scott is having that thought. So, but he said that if if I die, the worst things could happen. Mm-hmm. Then he's like, yeah, no, whatever. And then he kind of uh, goes back on his little walk, and his happy little beat starts playing again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't. That's my knowledge that I remember. 
Alrighty, well, uh, so we're gonna go ahead and just talk about the post credit scenes. There's two of them, and um, um, like the like you said, uh, after Ant Man's walking down the street and talking to himself about everything will be all fine, it was not maybe exaggerating or whatever. Um, we have the scene uh, where we have uh, the Council of Kings. Uh, they're all talking. So basically, if you didn't know that. Now, because again, we've seen this character played by Jonathan Majors in Loki season one, the He Who Remains. Um, so that's where we first saw him. But now we got in this movie the main Kang, the the big bad. So uh, as he, Kang was referring to throughout the movie, he said that the others sent me here. He was banished to the quantum realm. So uh, basically, it took the ability the strength and and know-how of all of these other kings from all of the other uh multiverse versions of king because again calling back to what he who remains started and and talked about that there is going to be a big war between each of the kings uh because they you know i guess let me real quick explain again what he said is that he's from the future he discovered the multiverse and from there each version of himself discovers the multiverse and time travel and so on. And eventually they all met up with each other. They shared their secrets, but over time they eventually started feuding with each other and um, a, a war. It was brewing between each of the, the different versions of himself. And he who remains was the one that was able to get to the end of time uh, and is basically watching over time. But he, died at the end of the loki's uh, season one and then there's king in this movie who apparently is the most powerful of all of the kings because it took all of these other multiversal versions of king to banish him to the quantum realm so what we have here in the first post-credit scene is these other versions of king which are very relatively comic book accurate i would say um for these other versions of King in the middle is Immortus. Uh, and then on the left, the one looks like a, a pharaoh that is Ramatut. And then on the right, I think, in the very least, uh, I have... Let me, let me go ahead and share this really quick here. Uh, do, do, do. All right, so we do have this one as a suggestion for what the third king could be king prime or scarlet centurion um i don't personally know uh because i don't have a whole lot of history reading king uh stuff but it's definitely a very futuristic looking version of king but you see here's a comic book version of ramatut and then the comic book version of immortus once in future king um, and there's many other versions of king as well which we saw also in that post-credit scene where they're all in that arena and they're all just porting in. And then you can see here this comic book scene, which was very much mirrored in the movie. Uh, you can see all those versions of King screaming and yelling and stuff, uh, which I, again, just to go back, I absolutely loved Jonathan right. Majors in all of that because he's playing so many different versions of the same character at the same time and giving you, so many different performances i loved him screaming and shouting and stuff like that it was just like there's like an ape this, version of him and like right yeah i'm just like okay i'm him. here for that that's what i want to see give me more jonathan majors that's that's all what i'm 
taking away from this movie and what I'm excited for going forward is seeing more of that. Right, right. Yeah, that was, uh, you know, that, that definitely kicks off. So it'll be interesting when we see the ramifications of that happen next. Um, I'm guessing it'll be more fleshed out in the second post-credit uh, scene, um, which is, uh, the, I don't know, did you have a still for that or? Um, no, not a, not from the movie, no. But yeah, so they show like in, in the second post-credit scene, originally I was expecting it to be like a joke or something because like, you know, normally the second one is just nothing to do with anything, but it was, oh, it's actually yeah, important. It's an important scene. Um, and it's obviously they show like way in the past um, and they show like a variant again of Kang uh, up there talking about time travel. And then in the audience, you see Loki and you see Mo- uh, Mobius. Um, and they're basically, okay, it's Loki who says he's the most dangerous person in existence or something like that, he says. Um, and basically that it pretty much shows that that's that's probably where loki season two is gonna uh be about or take off from there and maybe like i said that's when we'll see more fleshed out about the king all the different kings uh variants and more so and we'll we'll get to maybe even see like the the very beginning really like they show how, how it all starts with all these different variants happening and and how they all get together uh, and so forth. But yeah, that that scene was uh, obviously very important about what's going to be happening in Phase Five, and will be interesting to see what how else everything else connects as they keep going into Kang Dynasty. Yeah, and I think what's what's interesting is that because we can't, especially when we're talking about Loki and the TVA and stuff like that we can't assume that that's just earth 616 it's not like necessarily right. it, it could be at any multiverse uh mm-hmm. iteration of him and at any point in right. time it did seem like old-fashioned for sure like with their style but king and himself comes from the future so right i don't know if that this is like an ancestor and this is oh, like this is, could be like an ancestor and they're just like he just happens to look like him or if they are in the far future and then but it's still of that world this just how they dress or whatever oh, like maybe. we don't really you know we don't really know exactly maybe. the time point not that it's it's like slightly relevant but not really you know um so we don't know if that is actually kang uh up there or if it's just uh uh ancestor but he was uh elki was saying to mobius like that's the guy because mobius has never met he who remains he wasn't there right. it, was, it was loki and sylvie so he loki or mobius only knows what loki tells him and i if i remember correctly mobius probably doesn't know much what happened because like after like all of time reset after what after they killed he who remains all of time just rebooted itself so mobius probably doesn't even remember half the things that happened in the loki series maybe if if at all he's just probably like yo he might be like another variant even uh i i don't really 
know how that's going to work. Maybe they're outside of time, right? Like, I, I don't right. know. But I think time did reset, so he doesn't necessarily know all of the events. And so he'll have to be, like, caught up. Like, that's the guy you're talking about that was at the end of time. That's the guy that was controlling everything. Um, he doesn't look like a threat is basically what you're, what he was trying to, to convey. So, yeah, um, I think Loki season two is also like that's also this summer, too, is supposed to be. So moving Captain Marvel out of the way for that is another reason to um, to shift that to November. Yeah, uh, like I said, as you know, they, it's kind of like, you know, while this movie and both you and my opinion was underwhelming, um, there's still a lot of important things that can be taken away from it. And it'll be very important what happens going forward. Uh, kind of similar to how Eternals was. Yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it has a lot of important factors that'll affect the rest of like the phases and, and the storylines of the different characters. But the movie itself, uh, we'll see, and we'll see what happens. Like you know, in MCU. I I feel like, at least in my opinion, I mean, obviously Black Panther was great, but like. Like I was, I was let down by Love and Thunder, um, you know. I and we've seen obviously they've done better with their TV series, and maybe that's where they'll continue to really excel at. We'll see how Secret Wars comes out. That's supposed to come out, I think, what in spring. Secret Invasion. Um, Secret Invasion. Sorry, it was Wars. Secret Invasion is supposed to come out in spring. Uh, that's their next TV show. So. We'll see. Maybe that's going to be, you know, a major uh, shift as well, and and they'll continue to do great things in that regards. But yeah, we'll, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens as far as the rest of Phase Five. But for me, like I said, my my overall thoughts on this movie is uh, could have done a lot better. I think. Just a, a quick question because I'm thinking about it as a lot of not necessarily everyone but i've heard a lot of people talk voice their opinion over phase four and even um you know now we're in phase five of being relatively disappointed with a lot of the you know you know eternals even shang chi i've heard a lot of people been like talking negatively about shang chi lately um despite it being praised when it came out but it's been kind of negative lately um of the movies between, like, you know, we've seen Ant-Man now. We know we're getting Guardians in a few months. And Marvel's is coming in November. Um, I'm pretty sure that's it, right, for the year. Are you excited, like, genuinely excited for Guardians or the Marvels based off everything we know and what we've, what we've seen? Or are you just kind of, like, just, you know, not looking forward to them? Like, how are you feeling? I'm excited about the Guardians. I don't know what to expect of the Marvels. Like... It's a like outside of the sh- I, I enjoyed the show and obviously I'm biased because there was a lot of cultural connections of being a South Asian descent, um, especially Muslim connections. Um, so like obviously I'm a little biased towards that, but they haven't really you know there hasn't much else talked about the Marvels. You know there's still that one scene in the post credit where all all of a sudden she's uh, we at first we were confused. Is that actually her turning into Miss Marvel, or did they switch spots? Like Brie Larson is accidentally in uh, Captain America, uh, Linda Danvers. 
Uh, sorry, Carol Danvers is accidentally Linda Danvers. That's uh, Supergirl. Yeah, I was like, um, yeah, you're all over the place. <laughs> uh, uh, Carol Danvers is by accident. She's in Earth and wherever, uh, uh, wherever you know, um, Kam- uh, Kamala, uh, yeah, Kamala, 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 Kamala. Kamala. Kamala, maybe she's where Carol Danvers is supposed to be, or like what happened with there? You know, that's that's yeah. an interesting post credit, and maybe and obviously maybe that's where the the Marvels will start off at. Um, but yeah, outside of that, like yeah, I'll be I'm I'm intrigued by Marvels. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm like I said, I'm excited about Secret Invasion. That's because that's been really hyped up and. And it's supposed to have an absolute killer cast, like we've talked about that, obviously. So uh, that should be that should be that should be a very good fun show. How about you? Like, are you where are you at? Well, with those? Um, before I uh, respond to that, what else is coming out for Disney Plus other than Secret Invasion and Loki two season two? Uh, what else are we supposed to be getting this year? Um, hold on. Cause I can't think of anything other than Let's take a look. Oh, while you look that up, I'll go ahead and answer the question. So um, guardians three, I'm only interested to see who's going to be around. Um, I'm not, I'm not like, I, I, I think I'll have a good time. Cause you know, it's James Gunn, good music, comedy and stuff like that. I'm, I'm obviously going to check out all of these things anyway. But am I like excited for it? No, not really. They haven't really done anything or shown anything in the trailers to make me excited for the movie. Um, I just want to see Gamora get angry and kill things and stuff, but you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, but I am a little bit more intrigued with the Marvels only because it's gonna have Monica Rambeau like on the big screen, and I'm interested right. in seeing what they do with her. Um, and hopefully, she'll be like able to get her own series or do something i really want to see the interaction between her and carol because they're definitely gonna fight um but uh no idea what the villain is for this movie and what what they're doing together uh at all and i'm just hoping that because carol is one of my favorite carols as characters in general so after the relatively disappointing first movie which i still like but it's still like it's not i, I recognize it's not amazing um, I'm hoping this redeems the character in many people's eyes because a lot of people just don't like Carol and they don't like Brie Larson and so on. So I'm hoping that in the very least, this is a good movie to bring those people back in because I know a lot of people are just going to skip it in general because of Carol slash Brie. But I'm hoping that it's good enough to convince them like, okay, we'll give her another chance. So I'm intrigued for that. But yeah, like who's the villain, what they're doing, how, who knows? I have no idea. Yeah. So you're asking after Loki, um, like the movie wise. So the movies that are coming out of Guardian, it's obviously Guardians in May, uh, the Marvels in November. Um, and then the next movie is supposed to be Captain America New World Order, but that's in 24. Uh, May of 24, so that's, like, that's essentially a year from um, a year from Guardians, essentially. Uh, there's no dates for the TV series outside of Loki being mid-2023. Like, what if it's supposed to come out after that, but there's that's no it. really date on that. 
and then yeah, and then after that, it's a little bit Ironheart. Um, okay, yeah, so. I, like I was like, there's got to be something else for Disney Plus after Loki because yeah. they're not going to go the rest of the year. But I forgot about yeah. Well, what there, if. there's a bunch of there's a bunch of shows and and Phase Five. So like overall, well, yeah, but I mean like this year for 2023. Yeah. What what if is supposed to be maybe December? I would imagine maybe I don't know, um, maybe around the holidays. I don't know. That, that's what I would guess. And also, um, which I forgot, X Men ninety seven supposed to be like fall or winter, something like that. So that's another thing oh, that's okay. coming out. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so we'll see how that's canon to the rest of this stuff, but. We'll see. Um, any final thoughts as we get out of here? That about wraps it up for me. Cool. Yeah, that wraps it up for me as well. Obviously, thank you again for everyone tuning in and listening, watching us on our shows uh, and tuning in on audio as well. Uh, obviously, if you missed previous episodes, you can find us on the Barroom Network under YouTube and on all my major and minor podcast platforms. And obviously, please check out all the other shows, great shows that uh, that the Barbats will offer that cover all the various Chicago sports. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it for me and Carl for tonight. We will see you guys next time. Peace out.